Welcome to First Fleet 10-4. Hey everyone, uh, just want to welcome you back to our First Fleet 10-4 podcast. And this is our Wellness Wednesday bonus episode. And it's almost becoming, unfortunately, like almost like a monthly kind of thing as opposed to the weekly or, yeah, or not, semi-weekly kind of deal we had hoped to capture. But uh, things have gotten busy over the last little bit. I was about bit. to say, we're going to blame Thanksgiving busyness. I don't know about you, but that's that's my excuse. So Yeah, there's whole, been a whole lot going on. I know that um, just kind of on a personal level, a few weeks ago you had mentioned that you were in the house hunting mode. I was. And, uh, I think you have successfully I pulled the trigger. Got the keys now. I do. I have the keys. I'm a homeowner. I don't I don't quite know what to do now, but I officially am a homeowner. Well, so congratulations on the future scariness of being <laughs> a homeowner. <laughs> so I know. So now it's now it's, you know, reevaluating the budget and making sure I have all my ducks in a row, making a few, you know, do a little painting. Um Need to replace the garbage disposal. Other things that come along with all the that. little, yeah. yes. Uh, being a homeowner, so I have all the. I have a. I now have a home to do list. So, good times. Yeah. And, and you got a long time to be able to do it, so that's a good thing. <laughs> yes, I do. So no rush. Yeah, I don't have any exciting news like a homeowner, but uh, we are a new puppy owner. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, we had a we had a golden for fifteen years. She was our first Aww, child, basically. Yes. So she got us warmed up to the the thought of children, and she lasted fifteen years. A great Aww. dog. She was a wonderful addition to the family. And uh, ten years ago, we lost her, and I said, "I'm not doing it. Not doing it again. I will, sure. I'm done. No more dogs. No more dogs in this house." You had, you had enough of kids at that moment. Yeah, in we, we kind of had our fill of, of yeah. staying busy with them, and then both boys moved out, and I was like, "Hmm." It's time. I ran into Lindsay. Lindsay takes care of our uh, office down in Cleveland. And uh, she does a great job down there. So I kind of overheard her talking about a new batch of puppies that just were born like a few days before when we're down for driver appreciation. And um, my I got home and I was like, "Mm, I don't know. I showed my (laughs) wife a picture and and we kind of held the hands and said, I think we're ready. And uh, so, yeah, we we are now a week and a half into it and a whole lot less sleep into it. I was about to say. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so but it's exciting. It's exciting. I got another golden retriever. I got a boy this time, so okay. I'm finding out he is all boy. He likes to dig. He likes to bite. And he likes to chase things. And apparently not sleep either. No, he does not. He just kind of roams <laughs> around at night. I mean, he sleeps in between us, but so that's probably my fault. But oh. <laughs> we did for you know we did for our oldest, and up until she was 15, she she slept with us. So. Again, I'll probably get a lot of ridicule over the airways for that one. But oh, absolutely. At least I know that when he has to go, he starts roaming around. So I know that it's time for me to— So you don't have to clean up messes go, in the I'd morning. Rather do, I'd rather get up for 15 minutes, take him outside, get back in bed, I as guess. opposed to the, the hassle of cleaning up afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. And this too shall pass. Yes, hopefully very, very <laughs> soon. <laughs> Might have to get a picture of that and post that on for the podcast. I know I want to see a picture. Uh, he's a cute little thing. I'm sure he is. Um, and awesome. it's, it's nice to have that around these days. Um, it's nice to have him around these days because you know we're we're in a lot more. Right. Uh, we've had great weather. We've been blessed been around this area for some beautiful weather. I think the trees and have, have kind of lost their leaves now, but that's good for the time being. But you know we're in more um, right. because basically of the. The COVID pandemic. Yeah. Yes. And I know for a while back, in the, back in the spring, to get a puppy was a hard thing to do because I think all the animal shelters were running out. Because right. Everybody got home. a pandemic puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I got a post-pandemic puppy. Okay, well, <laughs> That's probably better. I know I've had a lot of friends that did that, and uh, they're now dealing with some level 10 clingers. These Because their, their dogs were so used to them being at home all the time. Oh, I didn't think about that. Now they're having all this separation anxiety because they're not there. So, <laughs> yeah. 
it's probably good to get him after the the worst of it has passed. I guess so. so. I guess so. But it feels like on the on, whenever we're home, it's just you are kind of felt held hostage because you don't want to get him out of your sight to know sure. where things are. But um, well, he's still young. Yeah. So that, yeah. that again, he's not, not to be trusted be. around anything at this point. Mm-mm, mm-mm, <laughs> no, no. But you know, we mentioned the the COVID pandemic and right. And, and you know, here in this area, numbers continue to rise. I think whenever I get home or either in the morning, early in the morning, or late at night, my wife's always saying. Let me tell you the numbers. And I always know what that means now. And so, yeah. you know, I know the numbers are rising. And oh, they okay. are in this area. Um, and I think in a lot of areas right now, it sounds yeah. like. All I know is I'm like, oh, how many friends can I not see for the next two weeks because they're in quarantine? That's all I know. Yeah. So I, I don't pay attention to news. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I think, you know, used to I could, I could say I didn't really know anybody. And now I think, right. I think most of us have a hard time saying that we don't know anybody who has either – Who's sick. Been infected, been sick, or, yeah. you know, had, you know, definitely uh, exposed. Exposure's the worst one because then you're stuck in quarantine and you don't know. And you don't know. And then you want to go get tested. And if you don't get tested, then you're, you've got to stay in basically until you get your results. And I think the results, I know some people re- recently, it took them from maybe a Wednesday to a late Monday. I believe that. To Absolutely. get the results, and that's a long time. That is. Because you basically, if you're, you know, if you're doing it right and out of respect, you're, you're, you're staying in. Right. It's pain. Yeah. And, you know, any, just, any good news on the horizon on that front? Because I, I don't watch the news. So. I don't know. You know, I kind of did a little research. I was like, you know, they keep talking about the Spanish flu of 1918. Okay. Yeah. And I was sure. just trying to figure out, you know, what is that? How did that, you know, what, what's the story on that? Sure. And, you know, I think, let's see, my notes say back then. Okay. Um, and they say it kind of started basically, you know, the World War One was just ending. Okay. So there wasn't a lot of world travel, but during that time, you did have a lot of crossing lot of, of borders because you did have a lot of troops going back and forth. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so, so that's you know, how it became a worldwide pandemic. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. You know, there was uh, 1.8 billion people. Okay. In the uh, world. Po- in the world population at that time. Okay. 500 million people were um, estimated to be infected. Okay. And there's 50 million deaths. Whoa. Worldwide. Yeah. I'm right sure I wrote that down yeah. right. 50 million deaths. I read a lot of different um, stats, that, and they, they all were pretty consistent on the 50 okay. million. So, you know, it's like 2.7% of the of the world's population. Whoa. That's amazing. At that point in time. That's terrifying. 675,000, you know, projected that are estimated for the United States. Okay. Losses. Wow. Goodness uh, sakes. So if you put that in context. And I do— I, I feel like I remember hearing that it was much, much more dangerous for younger people. It was. Um, it's a, a 19 to 34 age like group. Those are, the, those are the people that that's were dying who, from that's it. Who, that's who had the most deaths, which is very much different than right now. I mean, right. everybody's susceptible right now. But, you know, you hear a lot of times it's, it's kind of impacting more on the, the older or the senior generation. Right. Which is scary for our, our parents and grandparents. And, Absolutely. And such. And that's the reason they've been inside. I know our, I can speak for my parents and my wife's parents. They're not, not going anywhere. Right. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. My parents, grandparents, they're hunkered down. So, which, I mean, honestly, my grandparents didn't go very many places anyway. But, uh, you know, my grandma is now limiting her trips to Walmart. Thank goodness. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I was trying to figure out, you know, but, what did people do back then? You didn't have ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, Fox. You didn't have all those news channels and all that media to get the information no. out back then. You didn't. That wasn't as well known. They had so what newspapers? How, how did and... people know back then? And, and know, how did you know what to do? Right now, we see you know the websites of CDC or, yeah. or, or the news website that says 
how do you how do you protect yourself? What do you do? They didn't have that back then. I think there was a CDC, possibly. I you know I'm not going to quote that, but I have no idea. there had to be some, the uh, Department of Health. Oh, uh, public, sure. Okay. Department of Public Measures, maybe, before it became the Department of Health and Human Services. Oh. Like I said, I've done a little bit of research Mark's on this. Mark's a history <laughs> buff. Good to know. Well, it just, it's, it's, you know, so how do you know, how do you, how do you know to work with the future if you don't know the past? Absolutely. So how do you, so how do you, and, and it's funny, I've, I've read a few articles, you know, in between like 2006, which is before, was it SARS in 2009 that hit? I think so. And then you had swine flu. Yeah, um, there's actually there's there's been three pandemics since 1918, 1957 a flu pandemic, 1968, and then 2009. Okay. And that said three million people worldwide in those three different pandemics. Okay. Passed away. 2009. That was that was H1N1. That yes. wasn't even SARS because SARS didn't really hit here. No, and honestly, if you ask me about 2009, I I, I have I don't have I don't I don't recall it a whole lot. <laughs> I hate to say that, but it's it's hard to kind of get a recollection of that 11 years ago. Will this have that same impact eventually? It's going to be hard because now there's so much more media. And, you right. know, they said that uh, I think mid-2018 excuse me, mid is when it started okay. and it kind of phased out in the sure. winter of 2020. Or 19, I'm sorry, 1920. Okay. So it just it just kind of ran. I think it just kind of ran out of people to be susceptible to that the makes virus. Sense. Yeah. Is that going to be the same thing now? I know we don't know the answers. I'm not going to claim to know the answers, but is that what it's going to be? Yeah, I don't know. I guess we could all look at Sweden. I should really read more about Sweden. I always hear about Sweden, but. I don't know. They didn't. They didn't lock down. So I don't know. I need to read more. Yeah, and you know, back in 1918, they did the same thing: personal hygiene, sure, um, isolation, quarantining, didn't um, they, disinfecting. Yeah, didn't they do more of like open air things? Like that was when they had open air hospitals and New Yorkers. They turned the heat up so high so everyone could open their windows and circulate air or something. I don't know. Quite possibly. I feel like I'm sorry. I'm just. No. Hey, if you're listening and you have that answer, hit that. We ask need to button. know. Yeah, <laughs> help us out. Share, share your knowledge <laughs> of history on this, um, because we hope that someday this COVID nineteen will be kind of a, a thing of the history for us as well. We're kind of looking forward to that, and yeah. I don't know if it's going to be a vaccine or or what it might be. And I've heard I've heard good new rumors rumors of good news yeah. on that front, but we'll see. You know, who yeah. knows? You know. Both administrations are kind of claiming that, you know, and I'm not going to get political on this, and I don't care if it'd be great if, if, if some of the administrations could come together and kind of get this thing going. But, you know, a lot of times I think it just comes down to, you know, is it personal responsibility? Yeah, exactly. How do we make, how do we take control of our situation and make ourselves less susceptible? Yeah. yeah. You know, and we're encouraging the use of masks. You know, we've been doing it in our office before even our county. Yeah. You know, said it, it was mandated. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're socially distant right now. But, you know, when we're yeah. out in the public in the in the walkways of the office, you know, we've been wearing our masks. Not the most comfortable thing, but no. out of respect for, you know, our families and then the people that we're working with, it's just the best thing to do for us. And, sure. and you know, we're encouraging everybody in the, in the company. I know we have a lot of customers that mm-hmm. are requiring it. And I think it's just, we just think it's the best thing. And we're just for right now for personal responsibility to be able to Sure. Keep your mask on for to protect yourself and those with around you. Yeah, and I've I've I have listened. My sister sends me podcasts, medical podcasts, mm-hmm. and so I do hear a little bit about the masks are actually helping a little bit. They help you get less of a viral load if you're exposed. Yeah. But they do recommend the gaiters, the little neck things. Mm-hmm. This you, thing right here. Yeah, that you have a double layer. Oh. So you're supposed to fold it. So fold it. Well, okay. Yeah, I have I have done that. Okay. And uh, it gets a little uh, hot, constrictive. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it does. But uh, I do feel uh, probably a lot more 
protected on that regard. Yeah. But what else? So what else can we do? So we've got a virus. It's running rampant in our city and we need to be healthy to fight it off. What can we do? You know, they say that there can be some, you know, pre-existing conditions. Right. Uh, I've you know, I've seen some stats and some stats, and, and we again, I'm just going to promote this again, and we're going to do some more information on this as we get into December uh, of our new wellness partner for 2021, uh, uh, Virgin Pulse. Uh, and they, very they, good things. Yes, they put out a lot of information, and they send us information on a weekly basis. And you know, some of it was called, you know. COVID-19, you know, the silver bullet. And it's hard to think that there's a silver bullet for anything. But, you know, it's just talking about, you know, these pre-existing conditions and, you know, kind of the susceptibility of those that have had cases, those that have had cases, and and what's the percentage of those that had cases and severe cases that maybe have had some pre-existing conditions, whether it could be obesity or diabetes or hypertension. um, Those are kind of the ones that, you know, the CDC has mentioned as well as far as, you know, talking about. uh, And that kind of fits hand in hand with our Livongo program. Oh, that's convenient. Okay. Yeah, started, uh, we started that early 2020. We've got a lot of people that are involved with it, uh, but the goal is to be active on it. So, you know, a lot of people have may have had the devices and it could be the scale, it could be the the, um, wearable or the the, um, blood pressure monitor. But the best way to get those, to, to make those work is to actually use them. And so you're actually, right. you're, you're, you're <laughs> taking control of it. So, sure. you know, and that's one thing we're going to work on in our 2021 uh, platform is to encourage those that are on a chronic condition program, such as Livongo, right. to be able to, to take active responses to those. Sure. So those are some of the things that, that we're, we're, we, we hope that we can promote more in 2021. Excellent. In that regard. Yeah, I've heard so many good things. I mean, I was uh, in a manager presentation just yesterday, and they were talking about that. And it sounds, the diabetes program and the blood pressure programs, they sound so amazing on this Livongo stuff. And like I said, we've had, I think we've kind of blown the percentages out of the water as far as what Livongo's book of business has been as far oh, really? as the, the participation. Again, but we just want to make sure we're encouraging active participation. Right. Have you, you know? checked up on your Livongo stuff? Are exactly. you still you know, maintaining it? You know, sure. Yeah, like if you're in the di- pre-diabetes management program, as far as, you know, you're on the cusp and you're not quite there yet, you know, there right. could be the scale of, are you checking your weight regularly? You know, that's something that that's, if, if, if once you get used to it, you kind of like, okay, you're, you're kind of held accountable to it. Sure. Um, it could be this, the blood pressure, I mean, yeah, the blood pressure for hypertension. And, you know, are you checking that three or four times a week yeah. just to make sure that you're keeping everything steady? And it, again, that's not going to be, that's probably not going to be the silver bullet for every single person in regards to COVID. Um, I mean, we, uh, it's interesting. I, my son has a good friend who's a pharmacy tech at, at Union University, and he works in the hospital. And he told us this summer, I said, you know, how's it going there? And he said, he said, our beds are filled. And that was in the summer. And oh, he wow. said that people are coming from Memphis and from Kentucky to that particular hospital. Oh. And I said, well, what's your take on it? He goes, uh, COVID-19 does not discriminate. He goes, it doesn't matter what age you are, yeah. um, what size you are, or anything. Mm. It's He said, we've got all, everybody's coming in. So, okay. you know, it, it can hit. We have a, a coach at our gym, um, 26 years old, just sent out a note that he had it for oh, the wow. second time. Ooh, ooh. Which was, you know, you always That's wonder. So he, the, the doctor has diagnosed him. This is his second time with it in four oh. months. Oh, And it hit him hard the first time. So that kind of let us know, hey, everybody has, you know, there's some, you don't know exactly know why or how, but, That's, you know, we yeah. can all be susceptible. So what can we do for at least ourselves yes. to be able to 
protect ourselves. Yeah, to and help a lot it not get too and, bad. Yeah, and you know, and are we living a, a healthy lifestyle? You know, what are some of the things that we can do to uh, to help with that? Absolutely. And this is just something, you know, this is something that I kind of ran across and I thought it was just kind of fun to kind of go through real quick. Sure. Uh, especially as we're getting in the holidays, you know, oh, yes. gee, New Year's resolutions are coming up, <laughs> which I despise. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Let's just back that part out. <laughs> it's just probably because the fact of I, I may not have a, because a, I have, probably have a hard time saying I'm going to keep this for X number of days or X okay. number of months. Sure. So I'm like, to set a, a resolution at that, it's because sometimes I've, I've tried those before and it may not be, it could be something as far as reading a book or because or, I'm going to read scripture or whatever it may be. I'm going to read something every day and it's it's hard to to keep up with that. Right. Um, but a lot of times you come to the New resolution of, okay, January 1st, I'm going to start this diet program and and this is what's going to happen. So yeah, I I don't I don't worry about making a resolution on New Year's, but I will say, okay, right now today I'm going to start this new habit, and I'm going to work really hard to incorporate this new habit in. So, yeah, I, I don't bother with New Year's Day specifically to to do that. I'll just be like, okay, this is the new small habit I'm going to start. Yep. And I just do it anytime. I like how you say small habit. It goes back to that compound effect. <laughs> well, and I'm still going to drill that in because I, I, I really, I'm, a, I'm a believer in that compound effect. The, the, you know, go back to the episodes. A few episodes ago, we talked about the compound effect of right. small steps that make huge impacts right. going forward. Well, I know myself. I know I'm lazy. If it's too big, too crazy, I'm not going to do it. So I, it has to be small little things. And incrementally over time, it becomes a bigger thing. But it has to start small. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and they say that that's kind of what helps. You know, lots of, I've, I've read some some stats and it said, uh, you know, somebody will go in and say, okay, I'm going to lose so many pounds. Right. And see, one of the uh, things that we read was uh, one of the medical schools estimated that about only 20% of overweight and obese who lose what people who lose weight are able to maintain most of the weight loss a oh. year or more afterwards. Oh, that is depressing. Yeah. 20%? So, yeah. Ooh, that is That's, not a good number. No, no. And because, I mean, go all in. Right, right. And it's so hard to go all in for all that, that amount of time. Right. So so what are some what are some small things that we could do? That's kind of what I want to go through here. It's just kind of what, what are some things that we can do and, you know, 12 habits for basically either keeping the weight off or, or staying active and just, you know, yeah, yeah, keeping yourself as healthy as possible. Perfect. Okay. So 12 steps. All right. So all right, let's, first one let's look at it. is uh, do your best to kind of stick to a meal routine. Okay. Uh, are um, you are you the kind of person that can kind of eat the same thing over and over and over? I am. I love leftovers. I meal prep for the week, and I am super boring. So, yes, yep, I am well, that person. Well, that makes two of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm married to someone that's not like that. Ah. Um, so, it's, it's, it, you know, that because she's like, how do you eat the same thing all the time? How do you eat either, you know, for lunch I may have a can of tuna, a can of salmon, canned chicken or just something that's kind of, a, you know, a, a base of something, a base of a meat or a protein or something like that sure. and, with salad. So she goes, how do you eat that every single day? It's a routine. And I know that if yeah. I control it, then it's something that it's going to happen consistently. Yeah. And so that, that's one of the things. It's just a simple thing is, okay, how do you plan? You know, if, our, if we're on the road and we're getting ready to go out for a run, how do, have I planned ahead of time? Do I have sure. what I need for either my first stop or my next stop to where I can, if I can get kind of get some nourishment in to there. eat on the road. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, does it count if I eat the same sort of foods and I just change up the spices? Yes. Does that total? Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Then, I think yes. this is just talking about same time of day. 
Oh, okay. If, if, if you can, oh. if you can do the kind of the same time of day, okay. you know, whatever your, whatever your schedule might be. Right. And just kind of keep it consistent because I know that holidays, you know, it could be a yeah. holiday, it could be a weekend. Weekends do get me every now and then. You know, just those kinds of things where a day that I'm not working is right. that, that can, that, those can kind of send me over the edge if I don't plan real well. That makes sense. So that's that's just that's okay. to me that's just a simple one that we can kind of get started with, and you know it keeps you from overeating or making poor food choices. Right, because if you let yourself get too hungry, then you'll eat whatever is laying around. Yeah, I mean I've watched <laughs> I've watched my daughter. She's been on a meal plan. She's going on eight weeks now, and she has done the meal prep. She's seventeen. Oh, awesome. We haven't she we haven't cooked a meal for her in seven weeks. Wow. She has been doing it herself. And I told my wife, I said when she gets done with this, this first eight weeks, I said. That's just gonna be interesting trying to have a you know her eat with us at the same and we always eat together, but as far as eat the same thing, she goes, I don't think she will. She said she enjoys doing that. So she has control of it. So that's something that she's had to learn because it's been a battle for her right. for a couple of years. So that's oh, but that's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. that's been good for her. She's learning how to cook. That's what I was just thinking. Everyone needs to know how to cook. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't be, don't be like my sister and go off to college and call me about how to boil water. Um, or how to boil eggs, or how to cook rice, or how to how to cook potato. I mean, just basic stuff. It was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to go to YouTube before I ask, <laughs> before I admit that I can't. She still know calls me. She still years later is like, "How do I do this?" <laughs> it's great though. It's good. Good bonding time. Yeah. The other thing that, that I've learned a lot of, and this is when I when I listen, I get you know, I listen to a bunch of podcasts, a lot of health podcasts, and a lot of nutritionists. And the big thing that they will say is, make sure you're getting your protein in. Yeah. You know, food is made up of three macronutrients, protein, fat, and carbs. Fat and carbs are both two energy sources. Right. One's kind of that quick energy that you can burn real fast. Fats are ones that can kind of have that long, sustained energy. Right. They kind of, you know, they, they're, they're, they're twice as dense in a, as a it's carbohydrate. Yeah. yeah. And so they last a long time. Sure. But protein is the build, are the building blocks. Okay. And so they say at every meal, do your best to get as much protein as possible because that's going to be the most satiating. That makes sense. And yeah. so even I'm, I'm, I, I have an app. I, I, I have an app. It's like nine bucks a month. And I just, it, it helps me track. Right. And so, um, and it, no, it, it says, okay, this is the, at this meal, if I eat four meals or five meals a day, these are the amount of you grams. Five of, meals a day. I do. I do. Well, I get up at four. So I, I go from four I to, up at four I go from four to 10 and I, you know, I have, you know, it's one can be light. Okay. Two light and three meals. Wow. So one to start the day, one to end the day, and then three meals in between. But, you know, it's, they say basically, Best thing you can do is to get one gram of protein per pound of your per your weight. Okay. So <laughs> say if I weigh so if I weigh one eighty, then I need that. to get about one hundred eighty grams of protein in a day. So okay. how do you how, how do you measure? What does one hundred and eighty grams of protein look like? Like like a, a, say if you get a can of tuna, that's just the okay. simplest thing for me. That's about thirty five grams. So okay. that could be a meal, and that's what six ounces of tuna. About almost six. Okay. Is six ounces of tuna is how many grams again? Say that again. About 35. 35. Chicken has, chicken's probably about six to eight ounces. This is about 35 to 40, 40 grams. Okay. You know, depending on if it's white meat or dark meat. Sure. Okay. Um, Interesting. And, and, you know, easy ways to get that. Um, again, I do a lot, and probably not, I eat a lot of canned tuna. I eat a lot of canned tuna, <laughs> canned salmon. You, you need know, to we, watch your mercury levels over I'm, here. I'm sure that's, that's. <laughs> Um, we buy we buy, we buy half a cow every year, and it saves okay. us, you know, as opposed to, you know, it's it's not fun that first bit, but we don't buy ground beef the rest of the year. Sure. So, and that's in pound per dollar or dollar per pound, it comes out 
very economical. So that's nice. always always high. If you find if you ha- know have a friend that that sells beef, I would highly recommend looking into that as far as okay doing that. So we do that. We we get a lot of that. Um, so protein. Protein, gotta have it. You know, it gives you less hunger. You lose fat faster. It's, you know, gain gain more muscle because basically like that. that's your building block. Okay. And the older we get, the I've more. learned this. You know, heard something this morning. You know, the, the things that the, that the aging battle the most is sarcopenia. We've mentioned that before. Basically, muscle decay. Ah, okay. Muscle <laughs> deterioration. Got it. So there's so much percentage of muscle that we lose the every ten years we get older. Right. And if we don't do something, so you need to eat and, more protein as you get protein, older. Building blocks. Okay. Yeah. Of course, you want to do something with the protein sure. to help build that. But if you don't have the building blocks, then it's kind of hard to, to build anything that. makes sense. That. Okay. So, um, it gives you stronger bones. You know, that's, that helps with sure. the stronger bones as well. Speaking of, uh, we mentioned this earlier as far as the macronutrients. Go for healthy fats. Um, mm. There's plenty of unhealthy <laughs> fats out there. Yes, there are. Yes. <laughs> lots know. and lots of unhealthy fats. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd like to have the bag of, you know, the Doritos or whatever it may sure. be that's, oh, that's – that's enticing, but yeah. you know, what are some different ways that we can get into some healthy fats? Sure, um, olive oil, avocados, um, some nuts, not too many. Yeah, not too many of those, up. but just enough to where you kind of you've got that where you're suppressing suppressing your appetite. Okay, uh, high fat fish, like we mentioned, salmon, that mackerel. Um, I eat a lot of sardines. Oh, good. Okay, I was gonna. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. I now, do too. I, I, if you want to clear a room out, <laughs> open up a can. <laughs> No kidding. Man, I will clear out the kitchen real quick when I uh, open up that can. You open now, it in the, the Now, office? the new puppy will probably hang around with me. But you know, as far as, oh, yeah, I've yeah. done it at the office before, and I've heard somebody go, what is that? I'm like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Some, somebody around here has got something that's not very appealing, but oh, well. But they are, they're supposed to be a really amazing. good, if you if, especially if you've been exercising, it's a great yes. way. It's a great post-workout meal. If okay. you've been working outside or safe, coming off a shift to save, it's a, it's a heavy, it's a heavier load where it's more activity. Yeah. Um, and it's also a great way to get calcium too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Eat the whole thing. You have to eat. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I grew up, I love eating sardines. We, we used to get, <laughs> we get them in our Christmas stocking. Like that's it's Ooh, my parents, that. my dad's nuts, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that was always our treat. Mom made us go outside to eat them, of course, but uh <laughs> Growing up as a kid, that was a that was a special treat for us. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that'd go well with mine. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a little bit of weirdness from my family. <laughs> so, would cheese count as high f- as a good fat? Cheese, all yeah. right. I think. I mean, I think Everybody sometimes loves you get some cheese. of that cheese. You get cheese and Does it have to like be moderation. Real cheese? Yes, moderation. Not but none yeah. of this fake American Velveeta. Yeah, it's got to say 100% milk. It's got to be real cheese. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm just checking. Yeah. Yogurt, uh, yogurt. I, I do yo- yeah, do some yogurt. Do some yogurt. It's not too sweet. Yeah, not. Yeah, watch the sugar content because the yeah. sugar's in that high. Is you know, you listen to the ingredients. If sugar's up there in the top, that's something I try to stay away from no, um, in no that regard. Play. Yogurt. I mean, sometimes that yogurt comes into play for for uh, protein as well. Sure. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, dark chocolate. Ooh. You know, you want to like get something game, where it's yeah. like in the seventy-five percent dark yeah. chocolate. I have a good eighty-five percent that is so good. Yeah. yeah. I used to make I I've I've made chocolate before. Really? Yeah, well, it's not I, I say it's I made. I like I'll take uh, cocoa powder. Okay. And then I'll take some coconut oil and I'll put that into a pan. Uh maybe some peppermint. Yeah. Um some coconut flakes. Okay. Um maybe even some like chia seeds or something. But something that kind of you can basically whatever I, I can do to heat, heat up and you know sticks in your teeth, but you know yeah. <laughs> maybe some almonds. Okay. But then I would take that and I would put it in a pan, boil it. Um 
What about some peanut butter? You can make like I've, I've done, your well, own I just, I was gonna say, I put peanut, peanut butter. I've made, I made peanut butter, but and I don't. But I'll just I'll put it on a sheet of uh, saran, not saran wrap. A uh, wax paper or parchment paper. Parchment or paper. Parchment paper. Throw it in the freezer. Okay. So after about twenty minutes, it becomes solid. Solid. Yeah. I break it up into chunks. Keep it in the freezer because okay. if not, that coconut oil when it gets to room temperature, it's going to become a big kind of a goopy mess. But I keep it in the freezer. So if I ever need something that's kind of that, um, I want to get that chocolate fix. Right. And it's, I mean, it's super dark. I mean, it's very like I might put like a tablespoon of honey for a, like a oh, whole wow. batch. So it's not very much on the sweetness side, but it kind of gives you that chocolate fix, and it's huge um, in regards to um, dark chocolate. Cool. So and, that, and of course, it's high, higher fat as well. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh, and don't forget eggs. Eggs are, to me, they're, they're kind of that complete food. Oh. Provide both protein and fat. They're perfect. And they're boiled. You can boil them for easy travel. Yes. They're my favorite travel road trip food. Just a couple boiled eggs, hit the road. What else we got? So we got food covered. Yeah. And so um, the other thing is try to sneak a little more activity into your day. And I know we've kind of talked that about that sense. in the past as far as oh, yeah. what kind of activity. And I know go back and you go back a few episodes when we kind of talked about the, you know, whether it could be resistance type exercise and it could be just steps. Yeah, you know, sure. A thousand steps really doesn't take that long, to be honest with you. I mean, it may be, you know, a couple times, maybe a, couple, a few times around the truck, you know, yeah. during pre-trip, post-trip. Those right. types of things, uh, if you're going to get fuel, going into the store, um, those are just some really good ways just to be able to increase that type of activity. And it doesn't, like I so said, we talked about before, it doesn't have to be, I'm gonna, I've am gonna, i got to block off 30 minutes a day to get this activity in. Right. Five, 10 minute, 15 minute increments. Yeah. Uh, throughout the day. 10 when minute I, increments throughout the day. When I get sleepy about 3 p.m., uh, if, if it's nice outside, you know, if it's raining, eh, I have to come up with something else. But I'll go take a lap or two around the building and that's all I need to... Perked me right up. Yeah. Uh, couple, even jumping jacks. I've oh, heard yeah. that's a really good way to kind of get inside. going. Jumping jacks, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, sometimes jumping jacks may hurt the knees or something like that, but it doesn't have to be too too intense, but just right. enough to get the blood flowing. Uh, push-ups, either push-ups yep. on the floor, uh, push-ups on a table, or you can even do push-ups on the wall. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I do um, those. Just squats. enough. To squats, so, air squats, yeah. squats, squat down to the chair and come back up. Mm-hmm. Always good. Yep. Very cool. Yeah, those are easy to easy to add in. And then if you have to snack, uh, try to stick to nutritious foods. But if I always want that crunch, and it could be even if I'm at work or if I'm you know if, if I'm on the road, a bag of carrots, a bag of celery, yeah, cu- cucumbers. I've kind of started eating quite a bit of. Okay. And it's just something that kind of keeps it's healthy, right? And it, it kind of satisfies some of that snacking opportunities that we can cool. have. Yeah, uh, I've so, been on a celery kick recently too, so I get that. Yeah, although I don't snack nearly as much as you, I don't eat nearly as much as you. Well, do. I, well, now that I've gone to five meals a day, I don't snack. Okay. So the, the nuts that I used to eat throughout the day, like I mentioned that in the past. I don't even I have that. I've got the same bag in my freezer of of walnuts that I had back in five months ago. I haven't wow. touched them. So they're probably not any good anymore, which is yeah. probably okay. But I haven't touched them because I'm, I'm trying to schedule my meals right. and eat sure. when I'm supposed to. Yeah. Oh, see, and it's I'm, been successful. Yeah. I've been doing really well with the intermittent fasting thing. Yes. So I only eat two meals a day. I eat a late lunch and an early dinner, and then I'm done. So you got all your calories in. And sometimes and I even skip lunch if it's busy. <laughs> you know, you get busy. I'm, you know, I might eat a, cup, a handful of nuts and call that lunch and keep going. And then just have a really nice dinner, and I'm good to go. Yeah, what you're doing is you're training your body to not be deprived, but you're training your body to metabolize what you need at that moment in time. Right. Yeah. 
it, it works for me. It works for me really well because I was not doing well with the snacking. So, so just for everyone out there, you can eat five meals a day. You can eat one. Yep. And as we've talked about in a few prior episodes, what may work for me may not work for you. Exactly. I've tried the intermittent fasting, and it doesn't work for me all the time. I've done it before, and there's moments in time. Things work for different people at different times. Exactly. And so we never want to sit here and say, okay, this is what's going to solve everything. Right. That's the reason we're kind of going through these just 12 steps. We're just showing options. Exactly. And it, it's just, how is that going to, I think these are steps that I think can work for everybody, no matter what you're on. Yeah. Whether you're choosing an intermittent fasting or a, a ketogenic or a high protein or whatever you might be looking at. Even if you're vegetarian. Exactly. You can still follow these steps and yeah. yeah. That gets into the next healthy. point. We're All halfway right. through. Let's do um, it. Control your portions. Yes. And I think that's probably one of our, our, our biggest um, as struggles, struggles as, <laughs> as Americans as far as the portion sizes. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, for, for 15, or not, should you say 15 cents, for 99 cents. You can get a lot of food. I can I can increase that. Whatever I just ordered, Super I can increase it. it. Yes. <laughs> I, can, I can get a bigger portion. Yeah. Um, but as far as, you know, I think that's the, the big piece is, you know, even if it gets to the point of make your plates the physical plate smaller. Yeah, my parents did that. My mom just bought some smaller dinner plates, much smaller, and it's re- it's it's amazing how much it helps. Yeah, helps and I you. think when meal prep comes into play as well. Exactly. Um, I've got these little Rubbermaid or whatever they are, little little containers that I bring my meals in. Right. And it's only so much. I can only get so much in there. Exactly. And so that's that's been the to me that's a, it's the preparation. Yeah, it and helps. I think that goes into controlling your portion. So sometimes if you eat and you kind of eat. Um, Without thinking, it, it's 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 easier to get into something that are is bigger. And there's a, there's another tip in here that I, I've started doing. I've done it before, especially after I ate dinner. Brush your teeth after each meal. <laughs> there you go. Then you're not tempted. Yeah, you're not tempted because like I don't really want to brush my teeth again. Plus, and your breath... everything tastes worse <laughs> after there's that mint in your mouth. Yep. 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 It's true. Yeah. It's a good one. Okay. Um, other thing I like to do is whenever I eat, I'll eat a salad first. Okay. So I'll load up on the salad because to me, I'm almost like the greens don't really count. They're no, fiber they and it's just yeah. carbs at fiber. Um, <laughs> so my, my my stomach is kind of at that point of being, okay, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied now. And right. then I'll go for the protein and then the, the side, then you get which the good it could stuff. be rice, potato, or it could be even more greens. But sure. I'll get a huge salad in for okay. most meals. And oh. then I'll go to the whatever. Of course, not with loaded up with ranch dressing. No, I uh, – I've got a little, and I'll, I'll get like a, a, a half a tablespoon, or maybe a, maybe probably a half a tablespoon of a, it's an avocado based um, mayonnaise. Oh, it's avocado, egg, and then it's um, um, I guess some olive oil. Okay. So it's not a whole lot in there. It's whipped up, so it doesn't have a lot of ingredients in it. But I'll do that and uh, sea salt and pepper. Oh, okay. And I've learned, and my wife goes, she'll say this, she goes, that's a mighty impressive big bowl of greens you have. And I said, <laughs> well, I've learned is, is if I if I take and I take that sea salt. Yeah. Not like the table salt, but sea salt, and I'll kind of lightly salt it, and then set it aside in the refrigerator. The salt, as we've read in, in other uh, passages, the salt brings that taste to it, right? And so oh, that salt kind of okay. provides liquid. Oh yeah. So it kind of starts to liquefy the greens in there. So it, that's that's the big thing is a little bit of that avocado okay. mayo, and then sea salt. Okay, I'm more of an olive oil and balsamic vinegar kind of girl, but I, that sounds interesting. All right, I might have to try that. Yeah. So about ten minutes, let's sit aside before you eat it. Okay. And it lets All that right. salt sit in. So Very that's cool. just personal for me. And I know this is this one right here is is, is kind of hard uh, many times is try not to be sedentary for long periods of time. But I know yeah. when we're driving, it's hard. 
it is hard and uh and uh, it 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 can be a struggle yeah but what can we do when we're n- when we're not required to sit whether it's right. whether it could be on a run or it could be in the office or you know it's especially if you're take at home. Take advantage of that what thirty minute take, rest break. Exactly. What can you take advantage of, even when you're not working? What, oh, what are sure. some things when you're not working? When you're at home? Yeah. You know, how do you how do you incorporate some? You gonna do non- the riding mower? or are You gonna do the push mower? <laughs> yep. Or it could be walking the dog. Yeah. Walk. Oh yeah, walking the dog. That's back in your life again. Yes. Um. You know, doing chores. Yeah. Um. I really want to figure out a way to make this podcast where we can record it while we're walking around the building. That would be good. Huh, I was thinking that that could be a cool thing. We're yeah. gonna try that. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> But, you know, what are some things that we can do to kind of not be sitting when we don't have to? Right. Again, when we're working, you have to be, we have to be sitting most of the time. But when we're not, what are some things that we can do to take advantage and take control of those those time periods? Exactly. Not drinking calories. <laughs> oh, that's my golden rule. I, you'd be amazed at how, yes, I never try and drink my calories. It's so much more satisfying to eat them. <laughs> yes. Well, you spend more time. Chewing. Exactly. You know, I, I do admit that I do I do fix a protein drink, and that's one of the meals. Ugh. I, I, I know. <laughs> but, you know, I, I try to put good stuff in that it. That doesn't count as a meal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's four meals, and it's a protein drink. But, you know, as far as, you know, uh, if I drink coffee, I try to bring drink it as, as black as possible, you know, just yeah. with nothing in it. Right. Same uh, and here. I drink, and that's two things to drink, coffee and water. There you go. I, I'm a tea girl, but, I, again, I don't put anything in it. So, yeah, no sugar here. Yeah, so, you know, what can we do to kind of substitute – uh, even uh, Jesus, remember Jesus? We, yeah. we interviewed him a couple weeks ago. Uh, he was drinking a lot of sodas. Was it like a twelve pack a day? A twelve pack a day, and changed it over to water. And amazingly, I think that was probably one of the biggest keys for him. And Absolutely, uh, to catch up with him as far as what's what can we do to help mitigate that? Right, exactly. And I think that's where you know substituting some water or low calorie type of. Sure. If you need something, we need water. So I mean, obviously, our bodies need that to survive. Yeah, the seltzer waters are pretty good. Like the flavored, like yes, I get the cheap knockoff brands, but like the orange and the lime flavored water is really nice. So yeah. my wife will take a glass of water and then she'll throw a hint of a of a, a lemonade in it. I mean, oh, it's yeah. like enough. It's like a, it's like a, a it's like a flavor. Yeah, yeah, because she doesn't like the taste of water, which <laughs> I, <get laughs> I always that. laugh at since there's no taste. <laughs> there's no taste. <laughs> um, this is what another one. It's uh, eat mindfully. And uh, I'm, I'm, I can be guilty of this at times because a lot of times I'll eat. Um, I could eat at my desk or I could yes. eat, you know, by myself at the house or something just in between chores. But if you take right. time, take your time, chew your food. We've talked about that before. And, yep. and make sure we're taking enough time to think about the things that we're putting into our body. It helps us eat less. It does, um, yeah. And it, you're, you're not stressed basically after you eat and you feel yeah. better. Okay. We'll work on that. I think we kind of mentioned this earlier. Eat your vegetables. <laughs> yep. Recommended. Yeah. And it may just, you know, by keep, every doctor everywhere. Yes. It keeps you full. It does. Because um, vegetables are mainly fiber. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, something that kind of helps with the sustenance and the satisfaction of your of your stomach. And Perfect. then it helps things flow, you know. It helps everything. After that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, as far as that, if you know, eat some, you know, it could be raw or cooked, however you, you however it takes to, to eat those, but just to eat something. <laughs> right. Like I cannot regard. eat raw broccoli. It's yeah. just gross. I'm yeah. sorry. I have to cook it. Yeah, I think it was one of the Bush presidents. That was one of their favorite. It was their worst food that they didn't oh, like. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I, I get. I, I eat that. broccoli every day, but it's got to be with something. And if, if it's if it's raw broccoli, uh, it's, it's that's hard. My, it's really hard. Yeah. yeah. 
Roasted's very good, though. Yeah. And, and kind of kind of coming on this, this real quick, and I'll say this, you know, we're talking about healthy Thanksgiving or ha- healthy holiday recipes. Yeah. These rest of vegetables such as these, cauliflower, those make really good substitutes for some of the vegetables or tubers like potatoes that might be a little more dense and a little more heavy. Right. Um, but you can do a lot of stuff with cauliflower. You can do, yes, you can. You can put cauliflower rice. That's a new way to have rice. Uh, you can roast it. Um, I've seen like a cauliflower steak before at a restaurant. I'm like, what yeah. is that? And this lady got a big <laughs> two-inch stack <laughs> of cauliflower. I'm like, that now I know what a cauliflower steak is. Oh. Uh, I like my steak medium, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, but you can, wrong. <laughs> yeah. But you can, you know, there's just different ways that you can have um, healthy options and tasty sure. options for vegetables. Absolutely. Um, internet is a great way to find these things that we, you know, our parents didn't have that luxury. Yeah, no, they didn't. And not everything has to be a casserole. No, that's where we add all the calories in my family. It's like, got to dial it back. No green bean casserole for us this year. We're, we're trying, trying some new things. Well, I did see something. I did see a, a something the other day for a, a healthier green bean. Oh, really? It's our casserole. Ooh, okay. I might have to. So. We'll talk later. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, last but not least, um, you know, and, and if this is this is probably one of the hardest ones. So it's probably well, it's number 12 as far as number one. <laughs> um, but get enough sleep. Ah, uh, yes. That's that's the hard one. That and I know we, we all have every, – everybody has different schedules. Right. Um, you know, nobody uh, – very few of us go to bed at 9 and get up at 5 or 6 anymore. We're all going to bed at different times. And I know personally I don't get enough sleep and this – Pup has uh, has is <laughs> even taken it to that. a lesser level as well, but you know it, it has a big impact on your on the way you feel. Um, Absolutely, and they say a lot of times if if you don't get enough sleep, that can can also lead to severe health problems. It could be sure. you know because you're 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 more susceptible to to your eating binges. Right, the less sleep you have, because yeah, your you body's craving more. something. You need that it, more you need energy. Sleep, yeah, you need sleep, but it start you start craving, you start putting start putting food in sometimes it's the wrong choices so sure. and again yeah, i know we all we're all on different schedules and just you know what can you do to kind of have that perfect that kind of that sleep hygiene to be Absolutely. able to provide the best to get for that you. seven hour block of time yeah definitely something very important and uh just to be able to, you know, keep keep up with everything but um just take you know take a couple of these not even to all 12 to tackle but just a few of these to go just to be able to think as you listen to this and say yeah that's probably something i need to change and we'll keep promoting this um and i did ask a a coach i've talked to a a coach that he has a nutrition business and he does seminars and and stuff like that and i asked him i said would you be interested in a podcast he said by all means oh okay i'm hoping that we can get a coach on here to kind of and just to kind of help just general information that he can help us with some podcasts uh, in 2021, either that end of the year or, or to kind of start 2021. All right. And so he's he's open to that, to kind of right. get another voice on here to kind of Very good. help, help, help us all set up our New Year's resolutions. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> For those of us that make them. So yeah. thank you so much, Mark. This has been very helpful. I've, I've learned a lot. I don't know about all of our listeners out there, but... Hey, if you guys have any questions or comments for us, call in, hit that ask button, and uh, leave us a voicemail message, and we'll put you on the air and try and answer your question. Or it could be another hack that that, that wasn't on this list, or you may have something on this list that says, "Hey, this works for me." Yeah, absolutely. Please, please do that. We haven't had, we haven't had as many callers as we had hoped lately, but maybe once we can, I get back in the swing of things. I like that if we can provide lists busy. and things to think about. <laughs> yeah. that it, get, it, it helps promote and and get the encourage people to kind of hit that button. Thanks, you, Liz. Thank you so much, Mark. I have had a great time talking. Yeah, so. Appreciate it. And uh, until next time, everybody stay safe and take care. Bye.